This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. on the following platforms Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Player FM, Google Play, and TuneIn. Just search Just the Two of Us Podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook at Just the Two of Us Podcast or on Twitter at JTTOU Podcast. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we ready? Yeah, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, welcome back. How's it doing? How's it going? What you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I don't think they can ask us, so True, true. Yeah. Anyway, we are back. With a brand new episode. Episode number 35. Ooh, look at us. I know. 35. We got, got a few out there. 35. Right. And yes. uh, this episode, we're going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. season five season premiere. Five. Ooh. Yeah, it was uh, a lot happening in this season five it's premiere. Really good. Yeah, and are we doing a spoiler or non spoiler? I think we should just spoil things. All right, so <laughs> this is going to be a spoiler field episode. So yes. if you have not watched episode uh, season five premiere episode, then you probably should not listen right now and come back to us later yes indeed yeah so where we last left the crew yeah and and shield like season four of the shield i'll just put it out there not of the shield uh, of, of <laughs> the ages of shield. i was thinking the shield like, we should do a shield podcast <laughs> with vic Mackey. like you haven't seen the shield i've well, never seen but it. i never saw that we should do a podcast where you go through and watch it for the first time with me and then we can mm. discuss it Maybe. I'll think about it. I feel like you don't really mean that. No, I don't. <laughs> Just give me it real. <laughs> anyway, at the Ages of Shield, season four was like to me was like probably the best season. Like it was it was so much happened. On and popping. It started off with the, the Ghost Rider the stuff. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Then, then, then it moved to like uh Agents of High Oh, it's too it moved to Ghost Rider, then it moved to Wait, something. did it go to L and D? Next. LMD. And then it went then the to Agents of Hydra. Hydra. Right. Yeah. It was like so much going on. It almost feels like they were separate seasons. Well, yeah. Because it was just. And I wow. think it was by design. It was pretty yeah. cool how they did that. Like they broke it up into basically thirds mm-hmm. with, with, with three different like story arcs, but still had the overall narrative going. Right. And with, you know, season four ended with the Agents of Hydra storyline where, you know, essentially the, the, the gang, the Scooby gang, <laughs> was, uh, they were able to. You know, defeat Ada and and, right. and and all the you know LMDs and, mm-hmm. and season four ends with them taking a break and going to a a coffee shop right to have a snack right and right before the episode goes off some mysterious men mm-hmm. in black come and take them mm-hmm. uh, kidnap them and then you know the season ends with like you know a, a shot of Coulson which appears to be on like a spaceship or some sort right. And that's where the season five picks up. Right. So. So. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. Like, I know. <laughs> so. All right. Well, am I supposed to recap? Well, no. I mean, what are you? The what next is, part? Well, what did you think? I mean, 
Do you at want the end uh, of the beginning of, of the season beginning. five? It starts oh. off with them appearing to be on some sort of spaceship. Yeah, we'll just kind of fast. They kind of recapped how they got there uh, in the beginning, as you know if you've watched it. So, um, yeah, like once they kind of figure out, you know, they've been zapped to somewhere outer space. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like my first questions, you know, were like who who put them there? You know, like how did they get there and apparently some sort of rock that they call the monolith um kind of put them there and i was kind of confused that part was confusing like when it because they they showed like them i guess when they woke up right standing in some room dark room dark room and then like in front of this giant rock white rock giant rock structure called stonehenge (laughs) and then like something happened where it just like rushed towards them right it looked like it was melting and then it just kind of went all over them yeah that part created like some sort of like hole or like temporal i don't know what do they call them vortex Vortex? yeah look at at me sci-fi yeah so it created some sort of hole and they got zapped to where they are and yeah, I was really confused about that because the only thing I was confused by was the fact that they called it what they did. And I was like, how did you know this was a monolith? Like, why would you call it a monolith? Well, and I was like, have they seen this before? Did we wait, I this? think they did see it before. I mean, a monolith, I think there was monoliths before in previous seasons. Like, hmm. I, can't re- I can't place it, but I feel like the stuff that involved, uh, well, I think maybe the stuff in, in, that involved, um, you know, remember when when Gemma went to the yeah to the, the planet to the planet yeah, and I think maybe a, there was a monolith involved in that somehow. Yeah, because um, she yeah because she seemed to be the one that was like familiar right. with it, and I don't think it's the same thing. I think that other one may have been destroyed or something, but I think it's like right. something related to that. And it was it was it was very confusing. I mean, I guess right. it's tough when you when you've had like you know they've had like eighty nine episodes or eighty eight episodes before this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, where it's like so much stuff happens, there's so much plot that goes on that it's kind of yeah. hard to like keep track of. Like, okay, wait a minute, this is some a plot thread from like two and a half seasons ago, right? Yeah. So that was the only thing that I was kind of like confused by, like where did this thing come from, or just how did they know what it was? And yeah. So anyway, um, going forward, in general, um, I'll just say quickly, I like. I mean, I like this. Um, episode for some reason i didn't expect this um first episode to be all that thrilling i don't know why i just didn't expect it to be so action-packed at least the first half um i mean the whole episode was but the first half um i don't know if anybody watched the little preview that they had on youtube um just 17 the first minute 17 preview. minute preview and i watched that and at first i didn't realize it was that long um when i clicked on it you know i just saw preview and i clicked on it i thought it was gonna be like couple minutes or something but it was 17 minutes i watched the first 17 minutes before we actually watched the premiere and i was just like stunned i was you know telling you of course how awesome it I was know. i was like oh my god it's gonna be amazing and i didn't want to watch because i don't want to be spoiled i want to live yeah. a a spoiler free <laughs> life now like yeah. i used to be the guy who years ago i would be on the internet reading all the little nuggets about movies and television shows before they came out you know i would read all the behind the scenes stuff but then i've gotten to the point where you know what i feel like i'm going to enjoy these these pieces of art and Mm -hmm. this content a lot more if i don't spoil it especially because i'm the type of person where 
if I do say so myself, I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm a pretty pretty <laughs> smart, astute, sharp guy. And if I'm reading, if I see any previews or any behind the or reading behind the scenes info about a movie or television show, even if it's something that's a small little minor nugget, I, my brain I, sometimes I'm able to like extrapolate from that nugget and kind of figure out right, what's, what's going the, on, you mm-hmm. know, and have some expectation of what's going to happen. Right. And that takes away the the fun for me. Cause, yeah. You know, some people they could they could watch like a little like a two minute preview or something from behind the scenes, and then you know don't even think about it, and right. then watch the movie or TV show and still be surprised. Me, like I will retain that information, and I will know as I'm watching the show. I was like, okay, well, because of that one scene I saw in the trailer, I know this scene is about to come up, and then that's how mm-hmm. the rest of this is going to play out. So right. I did not want to see anything about that 17 minute preview. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't because it was yeah. like it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot going on and was like thrilling and suspenseful. Yeah, uh, how the show started. Yeah, so I I did watch that first and was very um, excited to actually watch it once it came on. So I thought it was a really really good episode. I mean, they came right out of the gate and like yeah, they 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 did that. So I'm really looking forward to the to the season. Um, but yeah, overall in general, like. Um, yeah, it's just like this was one of those type of episodes for me that just left me like questioning a lot of stuff. So this is and maybe that's by design. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you I have questioning like life and, and no, I'm not questioning life. And no, like I'm that. not questioning life like that. But um, just a side note, I have a cold. So if I sound muffled in your ear, it is because I am getting over a cold. So I apologize. Um, but no, I was just questioning a lot of stuff that was going on, you know, like I said, um, getting back to the monolith, you know, I was like, okay, where did this come from? And then like, you know, as you get further along then they find, uh, they meet Virgil who is supposed to be, as he called the welcoming party. And he's the guy who's been where they are and has been waiting for them. And so, you know, clearly, you know, Colson and everybody's like, what you've been waiting for us. How do you, he knows them. He knows the history and right. all this stuff. And they're like, what the heck, how do you know all of us? And what, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for us to do? So they obviously have a lot of questions um, that unfortunately don't get answered by him because he gets killed, which was very scary when I watched it the first time. <laughs> and the second time I forgot he got killed. Oh and so goodness. I was like, ah! You know, <laughs> so you like, shocked I was shocked time. the second time, but not as much. But still, so they don't get their questions answered, which is like, of course they don't get their questions answered. That's too easy. We can't find right. out I why mean, they're there I mean, the first episode. Trope. It's like right before the person's supposed <laughs> to give the answer is when they get killed. Yeah. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was oh I God. agree. It was quite shocking when Virgil, when Virgil got yeah, it from... And what, and what did they and, and what killed him? What did they call those things? Oh, roaches. Roaches. Yeah, yeah. They, they called them. Yeah, he said there was another name for them, like a technical. Right, that's the name I, I was thinking. That yeah, oh, I, I was thinking what about he, that. He said, but yeah, they just call them roaches. And, and ironically, these roaches look just like the demogorgon from Stranger Things. See, I haven't saw. I haven't yeah, you didn't see Stranger Things, but it, it looks kind of like the monster from Stranger Things, and a, oh, oh, a, a little, a little, not not that much like it. I mean, just a little. It's yeah. Obviously, it's trying to play be a play on aliens. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. In the alien movie, so I right. think that's that's what the monster is supposed to be. Right. So anyway, I mean, they find on Virgil's person. Um, they're trying to look for some clues. Once he gets got, um, they're trying to find some clues as to like how he knows them and what's going on. How why are they there? Blah blah blah. And they find this um, folded up, uh, faded postcard. Um, you know, which we find out later is from Fitz. And so I'm like, why did he get? 
how did they get that? You know, how did he get that? Right, because Fix wasn't with them. Like they Fitz showed him, everyone there. appeared on this like right. ship or station, space station or whatever it was. Yeah, everyone but Fix. Yeah, and that and that's another question because they said, you know, when the men took him, they said he was not on the list. They left him behind. So I'm like, well, why wasn't he on the list? So this is really interesting. Um, so yeah, so I had a lot of questions just kind of watching this, as I'm sure like was probably by design um, of this episode as. They, as the characters themselves, have a lot of questions, and they're trying to figure out why the heck they're there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You want to jump in um, to what you want to talk about? Yeah, like I, I mean, I liked when the show started. Like everyone was kind of split apart into different groups. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like it was like Mac and Coulson were right. together. Then mm-hmm. another one was like Daisy and Daisy was by herself. She appeared by herself later. She came and saved them. Oh, she came and saved them, yeah, right? Remember? Okay, so it no, was, uh, it was it, Yo Yo and Gemma were yeah, there. Yeah, okay, Yo Yo and Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then May was by herself. And then May so. was by herself, and like they they split up, but then they had to like come together mm-hmm. and you know figure out what's going on. I mean, Max, you know. Mac was kind of like the MVP of this this first episode because <laughs> he, uh, he had all the lines. Like basically, at this point, my man Mac is fed up. He is over. He's it. like he's been working with Shield <laughs> now for a couple of years. Ever since like the the you know the fall of the original Shield with the the whole Hydra thing, right. he joined them like to help him out. And you know all the stuff that he's seen over the years. I mean, he started off like being the mechanic. And now they got him like fighting robots, <laughs> right, and then like fire skull motorcyclists, right. and okay. you know aliens, controlled and, in a, a, a network framework, right. whatever, fighting but, in humans and right. all kinds of stuff. And like he was like he was so over it in this episode. Every old yeah. comment he made was like, "Man, like I'm just tired of this." <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, "Yeah, like rewatching this and just yeah, every line he said was hysterical about the being out and." In space, he's like, "Oh yeah, because we haven't done that yet." Right, and all the things they've done. Like, well, I guess space is the next logical point. Mac, you okay? What the hell's going on? I was about to find out. Oh, my bad. I see a dirty-looking dude hovering over you with a crazy-looking gun. I acted on impulse. Where'd that rock send us? I don't have any details, but I do know we're in space. Yeah, that makes sense. So one thing we haven't done yet. Right, yeah, and then like them splitting up and he was like, Don't you I mean you watch an alien movie, like <laughs> Right, don't ever split up. He's like, We're not splitting up because right. that's what you he always like, do. You split up no. and they like, get you one that was by one. So funny. I'm thrilled. He's no doubt working this problem, probably trying to get a message to us right now. Better for everyone, he isn't he? Yeah. Well, May did get pulled through. I saw it. So we should find her. We should split up. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, no. no. We are sticking together that. 100%. Have you ever seen an alien movie? Mac, it's the best way to cover the most ground. Okay, you see? You see? That's exactly what they say before they get picked off one by one. And you know who the first one will be. And it's kind of like a continuation of, like, during the uh, the LMD story arc last year, where, you know, they knew that they were, they were trying to... F- Look for the the LMD robot. And they didn't right. know what the robot was when it was on the shield base. Right. And he was like... You know, basically, I want this axe because I'm gonna cut the head off of this robot. You know, <laughs> right. so you got to do this. And he talked about having like a shotgun axe. axe right. And then he, in this episode, he brought up the shotgun axe again because he yeah. wanted to have a shotgun, shotgun axe. And it was it was a nice little call back to like when he was just talking about before, just like all the stuff they have to deal with. Yeah, Yo Yo brings that up again when they're like 
you know, that guy set them up and they were like magnetized to the wall. Oh, yeah. And she was like, oh, I wish I had an axe right now. And they're like, no, <laughs> it's so, no. <laughs> right. no, I can't believe you said that. Don't bring up the shotgun the- axe. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like a weird situation where they, they show up and they're, and they're split up, but they're brought together. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, you know, they come across this one guy called Deke who mm-hmm. just shows up and right. he seems to have some idea what's going on, but he doesn't like doesn't know everything and like he doesn't know who the people are he's like all of you know virgil told me to come get you guys and protect right. you but he didn't know anything yeah. and through some some conversations and some dialogue it comes to find out that um basically the, the shield team came from mm-hmm. the past into right. the future right and when they and they did that and virgil somehow knew that they were coming so i guess virgil was part of I guess it was the shield team was folklore, yeah, and it was something that was passed on around the the humans there, right? And so he kind of knew they were coming, like a prophecy or, or whatever. And then Virgil right. or Deke always thought that those were just like crazy stories and to believe them. And right. comes to find out, yeah, Shield showed up. So Shield's trying to figure out, okay, well, who brought us here and why are we here? Right, exactly. Yeah, and I was um, again when I kind of rewatched it back, I was you know just kind of seeing like why. Why he was so hostile in the beginning um, towards May? Because oh, he meets, Deke. He, yeah, Deke. Because you know he he finds May first, you know, um, hiding in the room, and you know. So I was just trying to look and see why he was being so hostile if he was actually there to kind of like collect them all. And you know, I assume like well, you she know, did attack him first, though. Well, no, she didn't. No, he she was hiding, and then when she, he left the room after he got those little metric things off of those bodies like he left and she came out and then he just appeared and then he kind of like you know well i guess essentially maybe she did like attack him but like he i forgot what he said to her but oh he was like i've been looking for you and so i mean he kind of came out well i think he's just annoyed because he had to do this job and you know, she wasn't helping the situation by like yeah. you know, fighting him. That's why he's like, "Look, I don't want to hurt you." Yeah, like, he, stop he was. Fighting. Yeah, he does say eventually. Yeah, like you know, after he like pushes her, uh, you know, takes that like thing on his belt or whatever, and like sticks her to the wall that he wasn't trying to attack her. But yeah, so I was just trying to find something in that. But I thought it was weird too, and I, I kind of wrote this down in my little notes here, like why he was floating. Why was he outside of where they are when he like lived there? Like, why was he doing? Well, why was he trying to be out? Well, here's the explanation for that. Get in through outside. Exactly. Because basically, eventually through the course of the show, we realize that this is a giant space station with humans on it that are run right. by the Kree. Right. We've seen the Kree before. Uh, right. Alien race. Blue alien race. Right. Um, essentially because he was on the outside, and it's my theory, is because they, you know, Virgil told him they're going to show up here on this level of the space station, and this level was out... Uh, out um, off limits to like the humans. Mm. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. it was my theory that like that was the way that he was getting to that. Gonna get in. Getting get into that that limb that lev that level was to go outside the ship and so he can avoid detection and yeah. security so he can make his way to that particular level. Okay. So, yeah. So pretty okay. much that, that's my theory on why he was on the outside. He of the got ship. lucky because that window was open. You know, yeah. got knocked out with those other two guys. Right, the two guys at the yeah, beginning like they were fighting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Was three guys and the and monster got came. Out, but yeah, and it's yeah. funny, you know. When, when when Deke first shows up on the scene, who does he look like? What's his face? Um, uh, Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing this mask, looking just like Star Lord. Yeah. And then like we're watching this, think, oh my goodness, is this like 
going to be kind of like a tie-in to Guardians of the Galaxy. That would be cool. That would have been cool, but nah, nah, it's probably not. Be. No, <laughs> I'm sure. No, the uh, the the television show is redheaded stepchild to the to the MCU. I do so. wonder though, will they tie it into the Inhumans because the Inhumans live on the moon? You know, and uh, I mean they are out in space because I mean I don't know how to break this to you, but the Inhumans is not it's not going to come back. I'm sure it will not. But I'm just wondering <laughs> if there's going to be a man. Well, I mean, you know, Yo-Yo did say, you know, oh, I thought you guys had, like, people on the moon. moon right. She did like, make that reference. The humans. They're in the future. So the humans future. is supposedly present time, Present right? time, yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, humans, trust me, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're done with the humans. Yeah, I'm sure they are, too. <laughs> that was a disaster of a show. Unfortunate. Um, anyway, moving along. Yeah, moving along. So essentially, we I guess we come to find out that the people on the station, mm-hmm. uh, these humans are made to work for the Kree. I right. still don't know what they're doing, but they're yeah, I don't they're know doing either. something they're for just, the Kree, yeah. and they're kind of like in a prison of sorts. But they have f- kind of free reign. It's kind of like yeah, they they they're under control of the Kree, and it's like a, a little society of humans that work in different parts of the of the station. And it looks like there's one Kree. Uh, guy who's kind of like the boss, the head guy, right? Um, Cassius, Ca- yeah, Cassius, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like the head guy, mm-hmm. and through some uh, series of unfortunate events for Gemma, he yeah. he takes a liking to her, and you know turns her into one of his like servants, yeah, servants, right? Which was like. Completely avoidable if Gemma wasn't being Gemma. Right. Like, yeah. She decided to help someone, and like they basically they told her, "Hey, stay, you know, stay under the radar. Don't bring attention to yourself." Right. And the first thing she does is bring attention <laughs> to herself, so, yeah. and gets captured. So, yeah, not smart, but yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, like she's under some sort of like kind of control. He like put this thing in her ear. And so, like, she can't, like, hear anybody except for him. So that's going to be, like, yeah, I don't know how they're going to Is that work. what it was? He, she going to yeah. hear him? I didn't, I didn't understand what it, yeah, what it was. Yeah, I'm assuming that's how it works because she could only hear him talk. Like, well, I thought, I didn't when, know he, what... when he actually spoke to her, remember, like, you know, when she came in yeah. with the three at the end? Yeah, like, you know, he was talking, but then he spoke to her and she could actually oh, hear. Oh, see, I didn't know if that's what, I was thinking maybe it was, like, Whatever they put in her ear was like finally like calibrating, and 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 you know calibrating, and then once he turned to her is when it like kicked in that it, okay this is working. Yeah, no, I think it's some sort of thing to like tune out like other stuff. Like I don't oh, know. So like I think basically, yeah, he's the only almost, one that matters in your world. Right, now. <laughs> exactly that sort of thing. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, so she is she's. She's with him now. <laughs> so we got the other ones who are, um, you know, just basically trying to figure out how to, how to get out of there. So we see them kind of try to steal. Well, they did steal one of the Kree's uh, tablets um, to see if they can find some information. We see uh, Daisy follow Deke into his little oh, area. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah, Deke. where he is, he's got this whole little business going on where he... Uh, basically puts people under some sort of drug don't really know but like it, it basically makes him enter into uh, his version of the framework um he tells daisy that he through bits and pieces collected all this data and establishes framework so it provides this sort of like getaway for yeah, people it's like virtual reality virtual world virtual reality for people. world right 
where they want to get away. And he and he makes money off of it because he charges people to, right. use, to use this. Right. So she followed him into that. And so, you know, she's starting to find out um, a little bit more. And eventually he discovers who she is uh, because he's watching the news <laughs> on this TV. And he sees her name pop up on the news that she is also known as Quake. And so he then, you know, basically says that she's, you know, the reason why this all happened, that the earth was destroyed and he shows her the earth is destroyed and all this stuff. So Right, and we kind of buried the lead on that because we didn't mention it. Yeah, the earth oh, is like destroyed. The earth is destroyed. In the, in like, the future, yeah, like hence, May and... Hence this lighthouse, which is the name of the place that they stay uh, in space. Um, yeah, May and Gemma, that's part of May and Gemma yeah. found out that like they were in the future because they, they stole right. a ship. They thought they could take a ship and try to, you know, go get some help or, you know, find a way to get some help. And they go out and they see a floating school bus, a, a, right. a, some, a, a carcass of a, of a school bus floating in space. Mm-hmm. And then they came across, like, the remnants of the Earth. Right. And that's how they realized, oh, crap, we're in the future. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, but like you said, Deke claims that Quake is the one who destroyed the Earth. Yeah, which, which is, is probably highly unlikely. Uh, highly unlikely that she destroyed the Earth. Like, nah, it wasn't her. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to, I guess, you know, this this episode just, like I said, le- le- leaves you with a lot of questions. Like, how did the Earth get destroyed in the future? And are they going to get back to their past, to their to their present, I guess, more so? But, like, yeah, it, it'll be really interesting to kind of go along and see, like, Hopefully they answer some of these questions. Yeah, like I mean, a big another big question is you know where's Fitz? Is Fitz is Fitz right. is, is still in the present time? Because mm-hmm. the postcard that he 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 sent that he wrote, he says, "I'm you know working I'm working on it." On it. Right. Signed Fitz, and you know, question is how did that postcard make its way into the future? Right. Which through the through the course of the show, the episode we determine it's probably like. 80 90 years into the future mm-hmm. how did that postcard make its way to the future like how did um how did Fitz know that they were gone the the mm-hmm. mysterious you know men in black or man in black it was this one guy who who took the team why didn't he take Fitz right. you know why did he take the team in the first place and then send them to the future does he work for the Cree is he uh, well, he looked, I assume he has to be. A, he has to be Cree because he's like an alien. He took off his like. But he wasn't Cree though. He was an alien, but he wasn't Cree. Remember, we didn't see that he we was. We didn't Kree. see that he was Cree. True. Because because with the Cree, the Cree don't have suit like human skin suits, right? Well, they just we don't know. Well, they're just Cree. Like the one they when they showed the guess at the beginning when they showed this the, the prologue of the of the guy who's the alien. He's hanging out in the pool mm-hmm. and he's like doing like normal human things. When they showed him. And it showed the silhouette of him changing, I guess, you know, taking off his human suit and putting on another suit, or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. It was a tall, slender body. Yeah. So and then like, so he wasn't Cree. Like, the, yeah. the Cree aren't tall and slender like that. So it's, you know, my guess that perhaps it's a different alien race hmm. that realizes, like, oh, we need to do something about this Cree problem. Or they're enemies of the Cree or something like that. Yeah, so they send them to the future to figure it out. Because, to figure it out. But, which so is weird, like, right? Why send them to the future? Because, like, the future is set by the past. Like, if you wanted mm-hmm. to stop the... If they were against the Cree and wanted to stop the Cree from doing, you know, whatever the Cree are doing, like, you basically... Wouldn't you start doing it in the present or in the past in the first? Past so first, it, so right. it never happens? Right, exactly. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. Because, you know, and honestly, that's kind of... Like it's 
you don't see shows often that use the plot device of we send someone to the future to stop something from happening. happening. It's more like we send someone to the past. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, they can see what's happened. Obviously, but like now they have to get now they have to work their way back to like not only figure like how to get home back to their time, but like how to get back to how all of this came about, which is that's a lot of hard work <laughs> to go backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very hmm. interesting because this, this season is going to be like a full full twenty two episode season, I believe. So it'll be interesting to see if they split it up the same way they did last season with, with three different mm-hmm. smaller uh, narrative arcs, which would be cool because then, like, you know, we can move on to the next story and next story because, mm-hmm. you know, quite honestly, in this day and age of television, like, 22 episodes is a long season. For one For one show. Plot. Right. And, <laughs> you know, the trend is now a lot of shows, especially cable shows, go to shorter seasons, 13 episodes, right. 10 episodes. So for them to say, okay, we're going to have a full you know, traditional broadcast network, 22 episode season, but we're going to break it up to eight little eight episode chunks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Cause then like you kind of get that satisfaction of having a particular storyline resolved and you don't feel like it's a, it's a slog or a chore to get through the entire season. Right. So I'd be interested to see where this, this uh, particular art goes with them on this, on this space station. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Also I noticed, I just thought of it. Because it's spending all this time on a space station, it's essentially you know they basically had to build new sets for this. You know they right. they, they weren't reusing the same sets from previous years right. as, as you know they had like a shield headquarters, headquarters or something. Is gone, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Like even though they moved the show to Friday, which is kind of like okay, we're giving up on you type right. time slot for a network. Right. It looks like they may have either put a little bit more money into the budget or at least not reduced it because they had to build all these new sets for this mm-hmm. for this particular space station. And, like, the special effects were really, really, really good. Yeah. good. I mean, maybe they just blew their wad on the first episode, and then the next <laughs> next three or four episodes are going to be just straight-up bottle yeah. episodes with no special Where effects. Where they're just on that station and just walking around. Right, there's there, no cause... special effects. But, I mean, like, when they, when they show them in the ship flying around... Uh, avoiding the debris from the yeah. planet. Uh, when I showed the alien that that was a you know the the roaches or whatever that right. were attacking people, yeah, like it looks like they put some good. real money into like the mm-hmm. the first two episodes of of this season, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool because yeah. like quite frankly, sci fi shows are better when there's a budget behind right, them, right? And they look realistic and look very well done. So we will see. Yeah. Hmm. So what else, anything else you liked about the episode? What did you think about, um, so what did you think about the new people is going to play a role? So there's Deke and then there's like Tess. Tess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tess like is Virgil's friend who kinda, helps them out. Right, that's like basically it. I mean, those other guys are kind of like. Yeah, there's the older guy who, who, seems um, like maybe. who looks like they're going to have to, the team is have to work for because he gave them these. Uh, right. The. What are, they call, what are they called? Metrics? metrics. Mm-hmm. They're getting them the metrics trackers mm-hmm. that help them, like, you know, basically evade being discovered by the Kree as not belonging there. Like, he basically, they're going to have to do work for him, and he seems like an untrustworthy fellow. <laughs> so, right, yeah, he's definitely out for self. Yeah, he's going to be a, a wild card to deal with. Yeah, Deep, too. I don't know, like, if he's going to be somebody they can, like, really trust. I mean, especially now with him discovering, like, Daisy, you know, it's like, does he think like 
they basically, along with Daisy, do, does he is he not going to think like they basically like destroyed the Earth? You know. Um, no, I mean I think yeah I I think that I mean it, it's still a network television show. I I I I highly doubt that they're going to have this guy like turn out to be like a bad guy. Deke. I think he's going to be like. You know he he's gonna help them reluctantly, and he's gonna do some stuff that looks like he's like looking out for himself. But in the end, he's gonna do the right thing. And I think that that's what his character is is going to be. See, I think that's just gonna be Tess. So but I she's think a, but, but Tess's for... team agents of Shield already like she's already yeah. like you know helping them out. So I don't think. Well, I think like Deke is somebody who can be persuaded to not help. And so he's already not trusting Daisy. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, if he's going to just be, like, reluctant, reluctantly helping. I think he's going to have to definitely be convinced that they are the good guys and that they can, like, you know, help. So anyway, yeah, I mean, he may end up being somebody who's going to, like, actually help. But, yeah, as of now, I don't know if he will be. I don't know. He just feels a little bit shady to me. Like, he's he's definitely looking out for self. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I think he's a, I think he's a Star Lord character. Mm. I think he's gonna be like, cause you know how Star Lord was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was like, mm. whatever, I'm just doing this thing. I'm just worrying for myself. But mm-hmm. then he eventually like meets up, hooks up with the people, and like, you know, yeah. So team, now he's got this team, right? And they're all a team, and they work together. I think he's gonna be like that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of guy who's like, puts on this this false, um, this false face of being like a you know an a hole jerk who's very selfish, but underneath it he's just a wounded little animal who just wants mm-hmm. to be loved. I find it also interesting too, like that he was looking for that footage, looking for that information about Daisy. I mean, I guess he was just trying to figure out like what ha- happened to the world, you know, like what happened to the earth. But um, yeah, I guess like he was just going on based off like information that Virgil had. Like, you know, Virgil knew their names and everything. So maybe he was just taking that information and trying to, you know, even though he didn't really believe what Virgil was saying, it seemed like he believed him a little bit to kind of try to find out some information, you know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, that to me, that's the biggest mystery for me. Like, I really want to know about. Is, is this whole thing with Virgil, like, how did he know about Shield? Yeah. Like, like, how you knew about them, who they were, and then knew, like, when they were going to show up. Yeah, like, why did he think that they were going to show up? Like, what? Right, that some, was he working with someone? Like, right. were the people who, who took them in the beginning told him somehow, like, yeah, we took them from the past and we're going to bring them here at, you know, 0900 hours on this right. date or something like that? Right. That's something that, you know, I'd be really interested in seeing, you know, figuring out how Virgil knew what he knew. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well. Yeah. So. That's kind of. Anything else? Yeah. All my like initial thoughts. Like I said, it's just kind of more questions than really anything. But it was a very good episode. Very well done. Um, you know, the writing was really good as far as like all the jokes and stuff. Like I like that Mac is kind of like comedy relief. Like I wonder if he will continue to be that because he was really funny in this um, episode. And Colson always has little one-liners that are funny. So, um, you know, I enjoyed that. So, yeah, I just thought this was a really, uh, so far, well done. Like, it didn't seem like there's any, you know, thing kind of missing, like any kind of holes, you know, like little plot holes or anything thus far, which I don't think we ever really see on this show anyway. 
um, too much. Nothing big enough to like make yeah. a big deal out of. But yeah, like I thought it was really good. So I'm just excited to see the rest this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Like I'm, I've said it before online to folks, like Shield, Ages of Shield just gets like better and better mm-hmm. each year. And like, it's sad that the ratings are going. I know, because like I think it, it it just started, and I'm sure we mentioned it on our last Agents of Shield podcast. We talked about um, Agents of Hydra uh, earlier this year. Was that it, the first season left such a bad taste in people's mouth as yeah. far as the show? Like their expectations of the show were different mm-hmm. coming off of the Avengers movies, and and people were expecting like a lot more from. From the show, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, they debuted the high ratings, and then the ratings just steadily went down. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, like, the show really did not come into its own and start to get better until they did the whole switch mm-hmm. with uh, Captain America um, Winter Soldier, where it uh-huh. comes to find out that HYDRA had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., and they were running right. things all the time. And, and that basically forced the show to become a different show. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's steadily gotten good from, you know, each season, each season. So. Right. You know, I'm expecting season five to be like mm-hmm. awesome because it's just keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you, I'm I'm looking forward to you know seeing more and seeing what happens and in the future. Yeah, I I hate to I hate that. I mean, most likely they're not going to integrate any like you know, um, movie Marvel stuff um, into the plot um, because. That's always exciting. I know. It's like, I don't know. It's just this weird... Especially now they're in space. This is... You could totally get some, like, Guardians of Galaxy stuff into this right now, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they could. I mean, um, (laughs) for whatever reason, they try to keep the the movie separate from the television show. I mean, I know it's helpful. You know, like you were saying, it's helpful so they don't have to focus on, like, doing stuff and, you know... Yeah, it's helpful for the show. Yeah. But, like, it's like all the times that the the show has... um, helped out the movies mm-hmm. by advancing movie stuff. But then the movies have never like returned that favor. They never, mm-hmm. it was never any reciprocity where, Hey, we're going to like put Iron Man in an episode and have Iron Man, like, mm-hmm. you know, be the center of an episode to drive the show or drive the ratings. Right. I mean, the closest they did was like, they brought Sam Jackson in yeah. in the first season. Once yeah. you know, they had that, that she, that flip from to Hydra in the first season. Right. And Lady Sif from Thor movies was in an episode mm-hmm. of Shield, but other than that, it was kind of like everything oh, that she face, uh, face Hill, Agent Hill, yeah, Maria Hill, Maria, Maria Hill, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it's just you know, well, she Agents of Shield serves to like you know promote the movies as opposed to the movies kind of paying them back, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. But I mean, yeah. at least like you said, at least it looks like the the show is on its own now. You know, coming to its own and kind of doing its own thing, and they don't really. I don't really need the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a shame because, like you said, the ratings are down, and you know, it's like, man, this is season five is definitely going to be the last season considering the the most yeah. recent ratings for I mean, the premiere. They moved it to Fridays, so they moved it to Fridays, and the ratings are already on their way down. And I'm sure you know it's a relatively expensive show to produce. I mean, salaries may not be much for the cast, but considering all the effects and the and the location shoots and the and the sets they have to build each week. It's probably a, a, a relatively pricey show, given the return on ratings. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see it uh, end. Yeah. But maybe it'll be, you know, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm already canceling the show. <laughs> uh, but 
if it gets canceled, maybe something like Netflix will pick it up. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Netflix would throw a little bit more money behind the uh, mm-hmm. behind the budget, and then maybe there will be more integration with the other Marvel Netflix shows somehow. That would yeah. be cool. So Yeah, I mean, since there's a market there already, like that would be cool to add them in. Mm-hmm. And then they could integrate with those characters since, like, you know, maybe they feel like the movies are just too big. You know, we can't get these big movie stars on our show. Mm-hmm. You could get, like, Luke Cage on your show. You could get Jessica James or Jessica Jones. Jones. <laughs> I said James. <laughs> Jessica Jones. I think Jessica James is a porn star. I don't know anything about that. So. I don't either. I'm just... I just... <laughs> It sounds like a porn star's name, Jessica James. I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, as a play on Jesse James. That's what they like to do. They like to make their names a play on, like, other names. Jess- Jessica James or Jesse James. I don't know about that, so. Sorry. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Jessica Jones rather than Jessica James Yes. Yeah, so that would be cool to kind of, like, you could bring all those people together. Yeah, that would be an option. But I feel like everybody, every time something gets canceled, it's like, put it on Netflix. <laughs> as if Netflix everything. doesn't have enough shows as it is. Yeah, people say that like kind of don't understand the economics of television. Like I've studied this, and it's like it's not just every show. It's like oh, just put it on Netflix. Like you, there's certain shows that go to Netflix. They right. know, Netflix picks up shows based on like what certain demographic they're trying to reach. Right. What the budget is, and it's not necessarily going to be the same budget if a show goes from TV to Netflix. So mm-hmm. right. You know, people just like to throw it up there. Like hey, Netflix does still have. It may not seem like it because they have a lot of crap on, but they still have some some quality and budget control where they're just not going to pick up any Everything, old show. Yeah. yeah. Although it seems like they've it seems created like it's, so many. There's shows. so many shows where, like, you look at Netflix. They like, went ham and I created so many shows. But they but they had to. It, it was a good business reason for it because all the years that they licensed content from other providers, movie studios and television studios, mm-hmm. you know. Those license fees started going up higher, 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 and higher, mm-hmm. and it was getting you know expensive for for Netflix to to pay Warner Brothers Studio or or Disney for a show or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. It's like Netflix is saying, "Hey, like we're gonna pay them all this money, and then in three years when the contract's up, they're just gonna take it back anyway." Netflix said, "Hey, we could just make our own shows, and then we can have it on the service forever." So it was a good it was a good business model by Netflix, but I digress. What yeah. else do you have to you say know, about have, this show? I have nothing else to say about this show. Um, I don't either. I'm so sad. <laughs> why is it so sad? I think we did. I think we did it good. Was a, it was okay. Yeah, we have a good amount of stuff. I think. Yeah, and then um, we'll come back later and talk about stuff. Maybe. Yeah, we come back later. Through. Yeah, some somewhere during the. And maybe we'll have more to say. <laughs> we, have more, we have more to say. I mean, we yeah. only work focused on the first two hours, so yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot more to discuss yes. later on in the season. Yes, indeed. Cool. Yeah. So I want to say thanks, everyone. Thank you. For, for listening again and continuing to listen to us. And you know, please uh, be sure to leave us reviews Yes. on the various podcast platforms. Yes. Leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on Google Play. Leave us a review on Stitcher. Tune in. Acast. All of those services that we, we can be found. Yes. Indeed. That's it. That's all you have to say? Yes? You just like a yes Well, I'm disagreeing with you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I make sure. So, anyway, thanks, everyone. And, you know, we'll uh, see you next time. Thanks. Bye.